Today's episode of the Grind Hours podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets, whether that's sports, music, theater, and much, much more. Use my code GRINDHOUR at checkout to get $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app using code GRINDHOUR. Now on to the show. All right, um, some groundbreaking stuff here on the Grind Hours podcast uh, on a Thursday, e- early Thursday evening. Um, I got Kiara Jones from WEZ1230. Am I getting that right? Uh, kind of, but we're not really on the radio anymore. It's strictly a Yeah, the Between the Lines podcast on uh, iTunes, and I assume all the other good stuff to uh, where you get your podcasts. So it is the day before, or a couple hours before, the restricted free agent line where free agents can either opt in or opt out and become unrestricted, or if they opt in, they take the qualifying offer, this, that, and the third. The big people are LeBron and Paul George, and you know if if you if you've been paying attention for the past year, you know who's who's a free agent. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know my my thoughts on it. But Kiara, I want to know if you had to bet money, where would you see LeBron, PG, and Kawhi ending up in this after it's all said and done? I disagree with the Philly with LeBron. I just I don't see Le- a man of LeBron's stature who's been his whole his whole mo his entire career is I'm playing with veterans who've been to the playoffs who know how to win who've been around the block a couple of times and we're gonna go get a ring. I mean he did that in Miami. He did that when he returned to Cleveland. Why would he go to Philadelphia and play with Ben Simmons and Embiid who've been in the playoffs for an hour? I, but that's just that's just me.
That's enough on LeBron. We, we could talk for six hours on LeBron James. For Paul George, I think it's one of two places. I think it's either Philly or L.A. Now, well, he said last year when he got traded to Oklahoma City, uh, if you don't trade me, I'm going to L.A. anyway. That's where I want to play. I'm playing for my childhood team. But... Oklahoma City has to be in the mix, even though I don't want to put him in there. And there's been some reports from various sources that say that, that there's been a competitive reach out to to George to try to save whatever feelings are there. I, I don't know how much you can... Gain in a year, you're in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma City. You, you pretty much had your mind set up a year ago. but And for Oklahoma City, if they re-sign Paul George, their, their payroll is almost at a quarter of a billion dollars. I, I mean, that's a, insane. It's in, I can't see, even if you want to go after Paul George, I, how are you paying that much money for a team that we've, we sh we saw it. it. It didn't work. It didn't work. It was a good idea. It didn't work. Yeah, Philly would be it love. It would be so awesome if he went to Philly. He's a great fit there, but he's also a great fit in L.A. For Kawhi, Boston, don't do it. Just simply don't do it. You got two guys that are probably going to be the two of the best top 20 players in the league in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. You have arguably the best point guard in Kyrie Irving. And, oh, by the way, you have Gordon Hayward, who's not too shabby and is an all-star and who was on the shelf for a year. You also have the best coach... Besides Pop, so you have a system. Danny Ainge did this for a reason. He heisted my team, the Brooklyn Nets, for a reason. And this is the reason why he did it. He's not going to mess it up. He'll kick the tires around, but... Uh, Kyrie, 
the best team to do it is the Lakers, but Greg Pop, everyone who thinks that Pop is going to set up the next Lakers dynasty, you're, you're, you need to go get checked for a mental exam. You're, ins you're insane. He hates the Lakers every ounce of his being. He's not going to set up LeBron and Kawhi in L.A. He's not going to do it. He, he might trade him to Philly. I mean, if you like Markel Fultz and Dario Saric in a future first that's protected for Kawhi, I mean, that's not too bad. But I just, Kawhi, is it bad that he stays in San Antonio? I, yeah, I mean, they did have a meeting in L.A. the night of the draft. Who knows what was said there? That's sort of the the Marcus Aldrich meeting that um, that Pop and and Aldrich had last year. Whether that smoothed over things, it we'll see. But I know the San Antonio fans are probably not going to take too kindly to Kawhi when he steps back on the court, whenever that is. Being that it. it Regardless of what uniform he he is wearing that night, Philly just it seems like Philly's that team that's going to knock on the door and San Antonio will just shoo them away because they have offers from Boston and L.A. and then once those offers die down, they'll go knock on the door again with Fultz and Saric and a, and a pick and they'll say they'll have to look at it and. I think that's a safe bet, and that in if you get Kawhi, and you'd have to get Kawhi probably before the first to get Paul George to rethink L.A. Because if and if Philly gets Kawhi, then they could potentially go for LeBron, and you could see LeBron and Kawhi in Philly. It, it, this whole thing is a convoluted mess, and we're just throwing darts to see if they stick. Like... No one knows. Quick, just a quick draft review. I did. I went through the first ten picks, 
a little note on the first 10 picks. I completely glossed over uh, Mikel Bridges going from Philly to Phoenix. Um, cold move by, by Philly. Good move because you got the unprotected pick from, from Miami in 2021, but that's just cold. But what do you think of the first three picks? For me, um, just to gloss up, just to go over the first three, Aiton's a dinosaur, in my opinion. He it, he played decent. He was a stat stuffer at Arizona. Um, I mean, you, you got to pick him. He is... I'm, actually, you don't got to pick him. I, I think Luka Doncic was the best player in this draft. Um, I've said it for a couple of months, but I don't... I don't know with um, with Aiton. I, I, I think he's a dinosaur. Bagley, he's now in basketball purgatory. The Sacramento Kings are the Cleveland Browns equivalent to, to the NBA. That's where careers go to die. So 
I feel like Bagley's going to be the guy that you're going to look at this in this draft and say, I feel bad for him, sort of the way that we looked at Boogie Cousins for the f- first couple of years in his career. I also think um, with Bagley, he's going to take a year or two. He was extremely raw at Duke. I was at the game where they beat or where St. John's beat Duke, and he looked like a deer in headlights. He had no idea what he was doing. He couldn't grab the ball. He his post moves are good at times, but he also goes way too fast at times and just flails like a chicken with his head cut off, and the ball rolls out of bounds. And Trey Young at three, I mean, I know Doncic went three in the trade, but officially Trey Young is the third overall pick when you look at this. He's, what, a buck 60 soaking wet, and they hope that he gets to a buck 80. And he's six foot one, maybe six foot. He's listed at two, at six two, but I mean, he's not six two. And if he could be 80% of Steph Curry, I think he'd be happy. I think Schroeder is gone now that I take a week or a week to look at it. I think he might be gone. Atlanta is also a very interesting team because they have cap space, and that really propels into the last part that I want to talk about this with the restricted free agents here. For the Hawks, I mean, do you roll the dice with Tyreek Evans, with Jabari Parker, Derek Favors, maybe? I mean, he's sort of kind of Paul Millsap, and you just lost Millsap to, to Denver last year. Who? Nobody has cap space. And all these restricted free agents, I mean, Tyreek Evans, Jabari Parker, Derek Favors, Trevor Ariza, Coldwell Pope, Avery Bradley. I mean, these are good NBA players that will definitely be in your rotation and can start on some teams. And they might not have a place to work uh, come October. So for you, Kiara, what is the, who is the most important restricted free agent? And what would you think would be the most fun place for a player to go? He's an exciting player. I like him.
I like both. I like both of them. I think uh, Capella has been a guy that um, has been tossed around with the, the Mavericks getting a center. Um, De- DeAndre Jordan has yeah. been trade bait for Dallas forever. Uh, if you remember when DeAndre Jordan was a free agent the last time, the whole fiasco with him signing with the Mavs, but not signing with the Mavs and going back to LA and the whole Twitter beef and all that sort of great stuff. Another guy that I'm looking at is Trevor Ariza. uh, If we're we're talking about Houston, if I'm Houston, I'm running it back because you got within a half of the NBA finals. You have the reigning MVP. If it wasn't for a Chris Paul injury, you probably make the finals, and who knows what happens against Cleveland. I mean, why not? What what other, what other move do you have, seriously, if you're the Rockets? Why not run it back? You, you, this is a good team. They're what, um, what James Harden said a couple of days ago, we're good at what we do. We don't need LeBron. We're good at what we do. And they're right. Yeah, in the system, in the way that uh, Houston plays, LeBron, I don't think LeBron, they don't, they're another team that doesn't need to make I think uh, with with Capella, it's either he, he's staying in Texas. I think it's either Dallas or, or Houston. One of those two places are are going to have him next year because not everybody needs a center. Dallas is the center market. It seems like for this free agent class and. One guy that we both brought up, and one guy that I really want to have a, a conversation about, it, is Jabari Parker, because he was a very highly talented prospect coming out of Duke. He was the second overall pick by the Milwaukee Bucks. He gets hurt twice. He tears his um, his ACL, and he comes back in the playoffs last year. Doesn't really have that bad of a playoffs. It's kind of sneaky. It's kind of hidden behind Giannis and, and, and Middleton. And it seems like the Bucks don't want anything to do with with Jabari Parker. If I'm a team like the Nets, I mean, I'll give them the mid level exception. The Bucks can match that, but that's probably all he's going to get. And that's for a guy that was. Jay was supposed to be Jason Tatum before Jason Tatum right. to get five million dollars. I mean, I guess it's just bad luck. Nobody has cap this year. Everyone has cap next year. No one has cap this year. And if I'm a team like the Nets, I'm kicking the tires on them. If I'm the Bulls, even though the Bulls 
seem like they don't want they didn't want to indulge in the cap spending year of 2016 do you want to give three for 25 to Jabari Parker and see if the the Bucks will match it I mean that'd be fun he'd be a very fun player to plug in with Wendell Carter and um, and marketing but if you're the Suns, do you go after Jabari Parker? You got cap space. The Hawks, maybe the Magic. I mean, I know the Magic are. Jabari Parker's gonna make a very uh, a, a load of mid-level team happy. Uh, last year, 2017, 2018, he made just over six and a half million. Um, like you said, he gets you know whatever some teams minimum is. They they offer that for him mid-level. Like you said, he's he's kind of gotten the tug of. Uh, tough draw. Hendricks-wise, the, the Bucks. I think they are dead set on the guys that they have. They like what they have. Um, and they don't really feel like they need Jabari Parker. So like you said, a team like the Nets, a team like the Phoenix Suns, a team like Atlanta, if they could get to them, maybe the Bulls. They would They would definitely, they, they're not going all out for Jabari Parker. And I don't, if, I hope somebody in this camp is letting them know that nobody's going to go all out for him. But uh, if they're willing to to, to offer it, if he's willing to take, I think he could make one of those teams pretty happy. Jabari Parker, he's a guy that I I hope at least can, can get back to what we thought he was going to be. I don't think he'll ever be the number two pick that everyone was so excited to see, but I, I think he can be one of those guys that can play his role on a team, make a team very happy in the future. He's very comparable to a guy that we just talked about, Trevor Ariza. I think that's his ceiling, and that's... Uh, a really good player and that's a rotational player on a team that almost made the final so if he could reach that for five million dollars why not kick the tires if you're the Nets if you're the Hawks why not you got Trey Young that'd be very I mean I tune in on League Pass on a random Tuesday night in the middle of November to see that if you're the Magic they've already said that they're gonna match any offer sheet on Eric, on uh, Aaron Gordon, which is very, very stupid to say before free agent starts or free agency starts. If you have enough cap space, why not go for Jabari Parker? That'd be a fun team. Him, and, you'd help out my guy uh, Mo Bamba. You'd start to at least have a direction and not just stockpile centers on your team. The Suns, they want to be better. They've said that they want to be better. You can, I mean, you get a guy like Ariza, you get a guy like Coldwell Pope, who's also a, a restricted free agent. Why not? I mean, it's, there isn't really a market for the restricted free agents like there usually is, and there's not really a market for the second tier guys underneath LeBron and Paul George. It's, re, it's a really weird summer, and it's oddly comparable in a way to what uh, Major League Baseball just went through this past offseason, where you're going to, if I had to bet, you're probably going to see a couple of guys that can play that aren't on a roster when training camp comes around. Yeah. It's But that's a great place to end. We, we kicked the tires around on a lot of conversations that I wanted to have. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see where Jabari Parker ends up. Kiara, thank you for coming on again. It means a lot. And this is the portion of the show where you get to pimp out all your stuff, and uh, we'll get out of here. Oh, oh, great. Uh, so, between the lines, um, I'm actually going to record, hopefully tomorrow, yeah, today's Thursday. I'm losing track of all my days. 
tomorrow with a member of the committee podcast. His name is Marcus. We'll talk about NBA awards, and uh, we'll actually we'll talk a little bit more about free agency. Um, so follow me, follow my personal Twitter account if you want. It's general insanity, to be honest. Not very focused on one one thing. Uh, that's at underscore reverend R E B R U N. You can find to follow the official between the lines uh, Twitter account B T W in the lines pod. Uh, subscribe on iTunes and uh, Spreaker. That's Speaker with an R. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, always, I don't know, I always feel weird when people actually want to talk to me. It's like, I don't know, I spend most of my time kicking around my own NBA theory. So to sit down and have a conversation with you, somebody who knows what they're talking about, so much fun. Uh, I really appreciate the invitation. It's an open invitation. Anytime you want to come back on, uh, you're welcome. And I'm going to call you the underrated Jamel Hill because you remind me a lot of what Jamel Hill does and it's a lot of fun and uh, I hope to speak to you soon. I can't wait to tell my mom that. Thanks so <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you to Kiara Jones of the Between the Lines podcast for coming on. Um, if you haven't already, please go over, follow all of her stuff. Um, the B- BT- BTL pod on Twitter, Between the Lines on Instagram, And if you haven't already, please like, repost, subscribe, and share this podcast with anybody who you seem fit. Huge thanks to our sponsor, SeatGeek, for sponsoring this episode. And like we do every week, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you cannot stay here. Peace.